Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, William Liu, with your daily update on everything regarding the Raptors and the NBA as it relates to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Biggest news from Monday was that the Olympics may officially be postponed. Uh, International Olympics Committee member Dick Pound told USA Today the following, quote, on the basis of the information the IOC has, postponement has been decided. Pound said, quote, the parameters going forward have not been determined, but the games are not going to start on July 24th. That much I know, end quote. Pretty much every other sporting event throughout the summer has been put on hold. Uh, major sporting leagues such as the NBA, the NHL, pretty much every European soccer league, um, the Champions League, and even Euro 2020 uh, has been pushed back. The Olympics are sort of the last ones here to officially make a move. The Canadian Olympics Committee, led by example over the weekend, as they announced that Canada would not be sending athletes to the Olympics and Paralympic Games this summer, citing concerns over athlete and public health. Uh, Canada was the first country to do so, to put that pressure on them. And uh, we'll see officially uh, what the IOC does, because you know, despite what um, this Mr. Dick Pound said, the IOC's last official statement released on Sunday said the following, quote, the IOC remains fully committed to the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. And with more than four months to go before the Games, there is no need for any drastic decisions at this stage. And any speculation at this moment would be counterproductive. So that doesn't necessarily sound like there is uh, uniformity uh, in the IOC, uh, the very, very um, competent and moral organization that group is. Uh, as for Canada basketball, there's two notes to pass along. One, the Olympics qualifying tournament uh, that was scheduled to be held in Victoria, B.C. in late June will be postponed, according to a release from Canada basketball. This is hardly a surprise, but it is a disappointing outcome. Um, hopefully they can reschedule and still host the tournament because I think it'll be a great event. And also, and, and you know, Canada basketball put a lot of resources and time. It was a huge, just a huge step for the program to even be able to secure one of those bids. Um, additionally, the F- Northern Showcase, an exhibition game scheduled for June 12th in Hamilton, which would have pit the Canadian Senior National Team against the Canadian Elite Basketball League Select Team, has also been postponed. Uh, again, it just makes sense. If you know they don't plan on going to the Olympics, then I don't know if you need to go through all these hoops and uh, do all this. Uh, in the NBA, Ramona Shelburne reports that the league will try to salvage the season, quote, no matter what, even if it goes into September. Uh, That's encouraging to hear, but honestly, who knows how long this pandemic will really go for. Nobody really has a good idea of how long uh, we'll be in this holding pattern uh, of of staying home and sort of what form the NBA is going to come back in, what, uh, you know, if it's regular season, if it goes straight into playoffs, we don't really know. Uh, In other news, ESPN's Tim Bontemps conducted a straw poll of NBA award voters uh, and found that Giannis Adenokounmpo was the runaway leader for MVP, garnering 60 first place votes out of 70 as compared to 10 first place votes for LeBron James in second place. Uh, Luka Doncic, James Harden, and Kawhi Leonard rounded out the top five. Uh, 
our boy Pascal Siakam got a single third place vote. Remember, this is a ballot with top five. So uh, a single third place vote for Pascal, which actually, based on the point system, puts him ahead of the likes of Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, and Bradley Beal. Uh, on the topic of awards, it would be very interesting to see how the league handles, you know, that whole award process. Uh, in, in my opinion, there should be a st- poll going out right now to voters for their award picks. Uh, while the memory of the season is still fresh in their minds, uh, if, if there were to be a prolonged uh, delay and if the league were to jump straight back into the playoffs upon resuming, then the award picks, I think, if they were decided now and if they were submitted now, would be a little bit more informed than, let's say, the league restarts in September. Everything's, you know, scrambling to get going. Uh, you're going straight into the playoffs. You know, there's all these other things to report on. It's a little harder for these voters who are members of the media to go out and think about, you know, hey, who was the best guy in January? Honestly, people probably forgot. So maybe have those votes down on paper now just in case, and they can revisit if they do go back into the regular season. Um on the Raptors front, I see actually four potential contenders for awards. Siakam, to me, should be a lock for an all-NBA team. And keep in mind that there are bonuses in his contract should he secure a second-team or even first-team nomination. Uh, I, I don't think first-team is really there because LeBron and Giannis are the clear forward picks uh, on those two spots. Um, and I think Kawhi is ahead of Pascal, but... Uh, even past that, I mean, Siakam's case is as good as any forward in the league. Uh, and, you know, it really just it comes down to whether or not Doncic is just listed as a point guard or not, um, to which to me is strange because he plays exactly the same way as LeBron does in functionally on offense, and LeBron is a forward. So I don't really understand. Um, I mean, but if you think about like guys like, um, you know, Jason Tatum, uh, if we think about guys like uh, Jimmy Butler, you know, I, I think I think Pascal is a pretty good case. And honestly, I would not be surprised whatsoever if he finished on the second team. Uh, Nick Nurse should also be the favorite for Coach of the Year, period. Uh, nobody expected the Raptors to be this competitive and to have an even better record than last year at times, where obviously they won the championship. And honestly, that's how these awards are usually handed out. It's really based on what were your expectations going to preseason. And we have all those images of Sam Mitchell and Dennis Scott predicting the Raptors to be out of the playoffs or in eighth. And, again, that was not that uncommon of a sentiment. Um, you know, <laughs> given the fact that the Raptors are second in the or third in the NBA in wins, I think Nick Nurse is probably going to get uh, that award. And, plus, he doesn't have a clear-cut MVP cannon on his roster. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, Nurse, even if you just break it down beyond the sort of storylines that are usually kind of shallow, if you just think about what Nurse does in terms of coaching, Nurse's innovative schemes have inspired copycats all across the league as coaches continue to embrace zone defenses, full court pressing, and even the occasional box and one. I mean, I knew Nick Nurse was really influential when I saw the New York Knicks with their four power forwards play a box and one against the Raptors in a game which I'm pretty sure the Raptors won my 30 this year. It was a long time ago in November now, but... Um, yeah, very influential when the Knicks are even copying you. Uh, they're, they're usually pretty incompetent. Uh, after that, you know, uh, you know, I think Larry actually has a pretty strong case for All-NBA third team as a guard. Uh, the guard field is a little bit deeper than the forward field this year. Uh, you think of some of the names that immediately come to mind. James Harden, Luka Doncic is probably going to be the first team. Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, uh, Trey Young, and even Russell Westbrook are probably more like uh, flashier names or even just names that come more to top of mind. Maybe even throw Kemba Walker into the mix. But honestly, I think Kyle Lowry has a very, very strong case. Because if you think about it, he averaged 20 points per game, 5 rebounds, and 8 assists. So it's not like he has 
bogus numbers. 25 and 8 is very, very good. Uh, and think about the fact that he's done that while being a big positive on defense. You know, a lot of what the Raptors do defensively requires very high IQ plays from their guards, the ability to guard in the post, the ability to dig in for steals, uh, the rotations that Kyle is able to make, the charges that he takes. Uh, again, he's a very, very good defensive player, and the Raptors are very, very good defense. Um, and yeah, you think about it, Kyle Lowry's doing this for the second best team in the East, right? Like, uh, if it's between, you know, Trey Young, who's, it's cool, you know, he's got 30 points and 10 assists, and it's like, oh, you know, the numbers are great. Like, yeah, well, then why do you have like 16 wins, man? So, you know, I, I think uh, Kyle Lowry and his, you know, 42, 43 wins for the Raptors should be ahead of there. Um, you know, Lowry's contributions, actually, if you are a close observer to the Raptors, they're right on par with what Siakam has done this year, if not even more, considering the leadership burden that Lowry takes for this team. Um, and again, if you need some evidence of the leadership burden, just look back at the 30-point comeback against the Mavericks, uh, in which Kyle Lowry was a pivotal point of, of that uh, comeback. Uh, Lowry's contributions... Um, are significant. And honestly, the only thing really cutting against Lowry is that he's just not necessarily a flashy name. They don't necessarily say it. But honestly, if Lowry can get to the second team All-NBA, or sorry, his second All-NBA nomination, it could go a long way in terms of determining his Hall of Fame candidacy. Um, and I think, honestly, with how good he's been this year, he should really, really get serious consideration. And in my opinion, he's worthy of the third team. And after that, I think O.J. Anobi should receive strong consideration for an all-defensive team. Uh, he's been the healthiest Raptors rotation player all year, depending on, I mean, I guess Terrence Davis is a rotation player, but O.J.'s a starter. Uh, and for the Raptors, uh, you know, they're second in defense in the NBA, and they have been all year. Again, like Larry, O.J. is not an obvious name in terms of, you know, in terms of just, like, Guys, you wouldn't automatically jump to. But if you really did the research, OJ and Obi's deserving. He guards the one through five. He gets the toughest assignments every night. He is phenomenal. And finally, there's an outside shot for Norman Powell to get some love for six man of the year. Uh, although I think he's probably missed too many games and made too many starts. Um, but Norm has undeniably been fantastic as a six man this year. And it's just too bad that he couldn't stay healthy all year. Um, you know, Terrence Davis also has, you know, uh, a very good shot at the all-rookie team, uh, especially since his advanced stats have him among one of the best players in this rookie class. But if, you know, honestly, if the Rising Stars game was any indication, I don't think teams are necessarily, or voters are not necessarily looking that hard at which were the best rookies. They usually just give the best rookies with the best numbers. And Terrence Davis, as much as he has been very good for the Raptors on a very, very good team, um... You know, again, they will, they'll give it to a guy who puts up empty stats. But honestly, this year's guard position in the rookie crop is not that strong. So I really do think Terrence has a good shot there. Uh, elsewhere in the NBA, uh, past all these awards talk and things like that, uh, Serge Ibaka's daily vlog, um, you know, covered uh, three of his favorite books. Uh, they are entitled, quote, uh, Winning Body Language, uh, Personal Brand Intelligence, and Talk Like Ted. Uh, I never took Surge for being one of those help self-help enthusiasts, but um, this is a humble reminder that even if you're a multi-millionaire NBA champion who speaks four languages and makes the finest of art, if that guy right there still strives to improve, then you should definitely be doing the same. We should definitely be doing the same. So that does it for today's update. Please go watch Run It Back if you haven't already. Actually, tomorrow, me and Alex are going to be filming another episode that's going to be dropping on Wednesday. So look out for that. In addition, the Raptors of Everything podcast is going strong. There are daily episodes like this one catching up on updates as it relates to the NBA uh, and, you know, just basketball in general. Uh, you know, as you know, 
in accordance with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and also a weekly podcast diving into some bigger topics uh, this week. I've got two very, very big podcasts coming out uh, that I'm very excited for. So look out for those uh, if you need like a distraction around the house because you know we probably could use like, a distraction around the house with uh, how much everyone is staying indoors and being safe. So um, thank you to everyone for listening. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe. And finally, please be safe and consider out there. Public health is everyone's responsibility. And if you can, within your power, if you are able to stay home as much as possible, do not go outside. Do not spread the disease. Uh, Do not spread this virus. And um, yeah, I mean, if you love the Raptors, listen, you want this virus to go away immediately. Because the longer this thing takes, the longer the Raptors will have to wait to get back to resuming their, you know, fantastic season. So please, please, please take it seriously and stay indoors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 